When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Okay. Well, there's like 12 hours before I release this. Could like no capitals catch fire? Last week was like the worst week to do pre-records. Anyway, are you all right? a better week this week than last week i think last week left everybody emotionally and physically spent uh, and not in a fun way uh, like it was hard wasn't it because it was like the sort of back to work week except everything went completely berserk and uh, i don't know about you but it was it was pretty testing stuff uh, so here we are in week two of lockdown and uh, maybe we're getting the hang of it again I mean, it is sort of different this time and it's sort of scarier and it's scarier because it doesn't feel scarier, but we know it is scarier. Uh, and uh, some some people are finding this tr- truly tough. Uh, I hope you're OK. Um, I I know that Spike's teacher, uh, <laughs> you know, could have used a, a, a non-distance hug. He's not getting that, though, is he? Um, it's been so tough and... Uh, I've been having to pre-record these podcasts because I'm doing some of the educating or supervision of the educating of my child in the mornings, which means, you know, everything's good. So everyone was figuring out new systems last week. Uh, and so maybe maybe this week will be a little bit more in the in the swing of it, won't we? Um, but it, what that's meant is that I felt like the whole all of the podcasts were done kind of in a dream, and I don't really remember anything that happened or anything I said. So um, I'm glad we have producer Julie with her notes, uh, keeping me posted on all the things I said and all the things that happened. Um, and thanks very much indeed for all your contributions. They've been amazing uh, in the last week. Uh, now, on Friday, we had Cousin Davey. And uh, I must say, uh, patrons, uh, y- your bonus uh, podcast is coming. In fact, it should already be there by now. So uh, have a check on that. But uh, we were talking about uh, lyrics, I think. 
with Davy. I don't remember a thing. Uh, and there was a a song that had the line, "Girl, you're just like my car," or something. And I I invited people to sort of yes, t- take that and run with it. Uh, Steph, girl, you look just like my car. You need filling up. You got junk in your trunk. You're an easy ride. You could do with a wash. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, for that, there were quite a few others. Uh, Julie, uh, girl, you look just like my car. You're an old banger. You've been around the block a few times. You need a good servicing. And is that is that a rusty hole? <laughs> Gemma, girl, you look just like my car. You make mysterious clicking noises when performing certain movements, the reason for which cannot be identified. You may struggle on hills. <laughs> and the interior could do with a bit of going over. Gem, girl, you look just like my car. That bit's gone a funny colour. It shouldn't smell like that. Spares or repair. Gordon, on eBay with no reserve. All right, once you get going. Rick, partial service history. Stressing the partial. Don't think you want all of it. One lady owner. Occasional noise from exhaust. That's good. Um... Julie, a few more prone to leaving skid marks. Excellent. Have a spare tyre. Could you with some work on the body? Uh, and Flea Hop uh, says, uh, looks faster than it really is. Thinks it's smart. It's not. It's a larder. I mean, gets through the fuel a bit fast. Stalls, then won't start again for at least 10 hours. I mean, that one, to be honest, Duncan, sounds like you're just listing the problems with your car. My first car was a larder. I was determined to prove everybody was wrong. I bought my first car for £950. One lady driver, little old lady. She was absolutely loved being sold by her son. And I was like, I love this car. I love my Lada. It's brilliant. It was the worst car. The absolute worst car. Um, Mainly, I mean, yes, sure. There were no, uh, none of those headrests to avoid whiplash. Um, And also, uh, you had to hold it in fourth gear. It wouldn't stay in fourth gear. It would pop out. So I, I and I, at the time I was sort of commuting to Notting, Nottingham to do a radio show. So I had to drive all the way up the M1 holding it in fourth gear. But the main problem was just that people would see my larder parked on the street and go, it's a larder and just assume it was a joke. Um, and so had no respect for it. I remember coming back to it and finding the windscreen wipers had been all mangled up just for fun because why not um and in fact uh the final straw was when someone broke into it uh, by catford bridge station in southeast london um didn't take anything almost sort of left a tenor inside a card saying with sympathy (laughs) um it was it was a hopeless car and so i sold it to some polish gentleman who exported it to jamaica apparently that's that's what happens with larders i was so determined to tell everyone you know no no actually actually it's a great car thank you very much um i'll come to your emails in a minute but let's have a look at uh some of the news stories uh the pope has booked himself in for a jab um he believes that ethically everyone should take the vaccine uh yeah i think i think i mean nice that he's booked himself in and there isn't some sort of you know hierarchical rank pulling going on there um i do think we need to look at those hierarchies more closely i do think might want to put teachers a bit further up since they are looking after all of the key workers children if the key workers are does it make hmm, 
Spike's teacher. Apparently, you can, there's like an online calculator for when will you get the jab? And you put in your details. July, August. Ju- fine. Absolutely fine. 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 Um, apparently, sperm donation is a very big business at the moment. Uh, there's a guy called the Sperm King who's sired 40 children um, one afternoon. It's busy, isn't it? It's very tiring. Anyway, apparently sperm banks, like they're not, they're just not getting the uh, the deposits. Um, and there's a big demand on withdrawals. So um, people are sort of doing it the homemade way with the, uh, the turkey basters and the Airbnbs and all the business. <laughs> um, anyway, some unlucky stories for you. Uh, a few weeks ago, I accidentally deleted uh, a podcast I did with Davey and two or three podcasts I did with Nat, uh, Date Fight Podcasts. And uh, it was a really awful, it was a really awful weekend having to contact everybody and say, could you laugh at the same jokes again, do you think? And we had to go through it all again. Uh, could be worse. It could be Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne. Uh, he pressed the wrong key on his computer when he was just finishing up his memoir, Walking with Ghosts, and seemingly clicked a magical secret auto disappear button and destroyed irretrievably uh, his entire uh, memoir and then spent uh, years rewriting it there's nothing worse than going over the same work twice i i, I object to it so much <laughs> you've got an ego uh and uh, perhaps slightly more cheeringly the world's most unlucky burglars uh got arrested um they broke into a house in Staffordshire. Uh, but somebody called 999. That somebody was them with their bum. Uh, one of them dialed 999. And uh, one of the te- detectives said, I think we've just arrested the world's unluckiest burglars. Uh, one of them sat on their phone and dialed 999. Uh, we got a call detailing all of their antics up to the point of hearing our patrols arrive to arrest them. Isn't that fabulous? lovely thing so um that's somewhat cheering perhaps let's go to your emails though and i feel like you know at some point i promise i will i will uh actually address stuff happening in these mad things happening in the news um but at the moment i do but i'm just I'm, i'm finding my feet a little bit with this new order of all the things and uh First email is from myself to remind me of this news story that I thought was rather cheering. Uh, Google AI, artificial intelligence, uh, you know, has been used for some great things, obviously great developments in uh, medicine and profiling proteins and, and things like that and robotics and uh, linguistic stuff. Uh, but uh, one woman used it to create new baked goods. <laughs> the uh, half bread, half cookie, the brekkie. And the half cake, half cookie, the cakey, um, literally used AI to find out the perfect sweet spot uh, halfway between each each of those things. And uh, frankly, they sound really good. Uh, and you can find the recipes. Um, it's on techcrunch.com. I kind of want to try it. It's going to do nothing for the diet, is it? Anyway. 
I've got millions of emails and forgive me, I'm not going to get to all of them today because there are just so many. And thank you. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, let's start with this one from uh, Pat. Uh, hey, everyone, I just had a thought. Uh, do you want a surefire way of making sure no one misses out on the COVID vaccine? Impregnate specially made extra pointy Lego bricks with it, Lego bricks with it and scatter them everywhere because we all know to our cost that no Lego brick on the floor has ever not been stepped on. Like ever sorted. <laughs> Have you seen those Lego firewalks? People literally heap up Lego in a line and you get really pumped and then you have to walk all the way along the Lego. <laughs> uh, Sam's been in touch. Hi, Sam. It's uh, not today at swanburst.com. Uh, dear sir, further to Wednesday morning's show, I thought I'd drop a list of moderately amusing suggestions of varying degrees of hilarity for your lockdown two playlist. If they are of any interest to your listeners, I'll be most pleased. Uh, Mark Morrison, return of the mask. That's good. Uh, Venger Boys, zoom, 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 zoom. I want you in my room. That's a good one. Anything with the Venger Boys. I was a bit of a Venger Boys fan. We like the party. Sorry. Uh, Dexy's lost in his happy little world singing Venger Boys songs. This master entertainer. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Come on, vaccine. That's good. Perhaps something by Miley or Billy Ray Virus. And Sheila B in devotion with Tracer instead of Spacer. He's a Tracer, a contact chaser or something like that. Um, I don't know the original, but I enjoyed it. Uh, ha ha de ha ha indeed. Yours distantly, Sam Price of Porth Call, South Wales. Um, Sam, don't do yourself down. They were very good. Plus extra points for Venger Boys. Always. Um, thank you very much for that. Uh, Barney uh, got in touch to say you were not getting snippy about Mark Dolan yeah we were talking about Mark Dolan weren't we and him, his brilliant legendary chopping up of his mask on the uh, talk radio YouTube account uh, he says you weren't getting snippy about Dolan every decent comedian could take a clear shot at Mark Dolan from his greasy irresponsible lad humour balls of steel right through to his re-smog light mask ripping antics today did you see him on the Victoria Wood tribute over Christmas He's trying to rebrand himself as a highbrow erudite cultural pundit. Never seen something so insincere. Oh, that's very good. Uh, but also, we've got a behind the curve. Behind the curve. Behind the curve. Yes, this is the spot uh, where you can share with us enthusiastically something that you've just discovered uh, that everybody else knew about many, many, many months ago. And Barney has chosen The Wire. He says, the best thing about the demise of DVDs is that I, I pick them up for pennies at charity shops and I paid £3 for all five seasons of The Wire a couple of years ago. Well, that's, that is a bargain. I only just started watching it in June. And yes, it's excellent and so much more excellent for not having my fellow male media savvy guardianistas braying at me demanding that I binge watch The Wire and how it's the new novel, etc, etc. <laughs> Oh, have you, have you seen The Wire? Oh, no, you must. The first one of those, really, that I had was uh, Six Feet Under. Did you watch Six Feet Under last night? Oh, uh, wasn't it? <gasps> yes. Shut up. You don't know. Years later. This is amazing. Uh, anyway, it stands up well without my echo chamber nagging me like in 2005 when The Wire was a thing. Best Barney. Thanks, Barney. That's a good call. I'm just wondering, have we got any more behind the curves? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. 
We'll come back to it. Um, oh, oh, yeah, here we go. Rick, I'm behind the curve. My wife and I are halfway through the third season of The West Wing. Uh, after we finish that, we may watch The Godfather. Yes, I've heard about that film. Yes, a new one. Best wishes, Rick. P.S. My son spent days closing the tabs on his phone. He had 2,500. Wow! Is that a tab record? Can you beat that? That's insane. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate that. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, let's have uh, a movie description. This is from Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Been a while. Hi, Jack in the Apsters. Uh, I don't have any stories about wacky zany pranks. Oh, yeah, we were doing that, too. Unless you count that time, I put gum in a girl's hair at a Girl Scout sleepover. But that was more of an act of revenge. I should say so. Uh, however, I do have a post-2017 description of a movie that came out in 1974. Okay, here we go. This is a post-2017 description of a pre-2017 movie. The police refused to take a group of women complaining about obscene and threatening phone calls seriously. Law enforcement continually ignores women in peril until it's too late. Merry Christmas. I'll send the answer along in a separate email. Thinking caps on, guys. I'll come back to it in a second. How about that? Let's pick up with Rick's prank, then. Hi, Jake. I am that annoying person in an office who plays jokes on others. But one of my favourites was one uh, I played on an undergraduate engineer. It was a very basic one, but the response from the person on the other end of the phone made it better. I left a note on his desk asking him to call Mr Lyons. 
but as there were two, he needed to speak to Mr. C. Lyons and not Mr. T. Lyons. So he phones up and asks for Mr. Lyons. And the person on the receiving end said, is that Mr. T. or Mr. C. Lyons? Mr. C. Lyons, he said. She replied, have a look around your office. Is everyone looking at you? Yes, he said nervously. That's because this is Skegness Seal Sanctuary. <laughs> I've always loved that the lady was bored enough to play along, even though it must happen almost daily. Oh, yeah. Did I tell you about my Christmas prank phone call? I should tell you about that. I've also spent a couple of weeks stealing pens off a friend's desk while they were sat at their desk. Then came the, where have I put that? And wandered off to the stationery cupboard to get another one, only to find her pen magically back in its place. Uh... And she was annoyed and greeted it with a silly old sod remark that she would say to herself. She never twigged that they went missing just after I'd spoken to her at her desk. It stopped after a while because I had a bit of a think and thought this is probably bordering harassment. I'm not mean, I'm just silly. Best wishes, Rick. Um, well, well done you for, you know, analysing your behaviour. I think, you know, there's always room for improvement. And, and what's great is if we strive to, isn't it? <laughs> but there you go. Let's have the answer to Lindsay's riddle then. Um... Hi, Jake. The movie I was referencing was Black Christmas. For those who haven't seen it, it's absolutely brilliant. And I'll give a spoiler free synopsis here. A group of sorority sisters are plagued by obscene and threatening phone calls, but the police refuse to take them seriously. When one girl goes missing, the police just shrug and say, maybe she's off with her boyfriend. Once the missing girl's boyfriend angrily demands that the police do something, they organise a search party, but the other women keep receiving the harassing phone calls, which are coming from a deranged man hiding in the sorority house's attic. Then it all gets real and the bodies hit the floor. Um, when you say it's spoiler-free, Lindsay, it uh, feels quite, quite spoily. <laughs> it's one of the first horror movies to use the whole the calls coming from inside the house angle. And it's considered both a cult classic and a feminist horror movie. It's one of my favourites. OK, Lindsay, well, I'm, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I might not bother now, but that's OK too. Um, anyway, please feel free to share any post-2017 descriptions of pre-2017 movies or any pranks that you perpetrated or were the victim of. Should I tell you about my prank calls? I did, I did a couple. And it was, I was working for a company and they wanted to do a sort of virtual Christmas card thing. And um, at the time, phone jacker was a thing and how funny it was. So uh, this company said, oh, Jake will do it. Jake, do a phone jacker thing. So we, we did a couple of Christmassy funny phone calls. So the first uh, one was I, I phoned a travel agent and they said, uh, hello, welcome to the travel agency. And I said, oh, hello, I wonder if you can help me. Uh, some last minute travel plans have fallen through and I'm in a bit of a tight spot and I wondered if you could help me. Uh, yeah, okay. How can I help you? Where do you want to go? I said, well, I'll be travelling on the 24th of December. Okay, and where is it you need to go? I need to visit uh, France. Yeah. Spain. Yeah. Italy. Yeah. Holland. Yeah. Belgium. England. Ireland. Scotland. And just went on. Uh, and they sort of twig. And played along very nicely and said, um, do you have a lot of luggage? And I was like, yes, I think I will have a lot of luggage. I said, don't don't worry too much about uh, places like Niger. Uh, all the little boys and girls there are too busy working in the cadmium mines. 
Um, anyway, it was sort of moderately satirical, and uh, the lady played along. But that was the second time I did the phone call. The first time I phoned an estate agent, I started doing the thing, and the guy was so angry. He was like, wasting my time. You're absolutely wasting my time. It's pathetic. I was like, Merry Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> I felt really bad. Like, my skin was burning. I was so ashamed and embarrassed. But the other one that we did was... Uh, oh it was amazing again it was one of those ones where you sort of think well this would be a funny silly joke and it ended up being really charming um i phoned like the holiday inn bethlehem and i phoned up and said hello um i wonder if you can help me um myself and my wife mary are um we, we we have to go to bethlehem um and uh just wondering if you had any room and they're like, when, when, are you, when are you coming? And I said, uh, well, we're coming on Christmas Eve. Um, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we're, we're completely booked up. I was like, there's absolutely no room at the inn. I was like, oh, no, I'm very sorry. It's just my wife is expecting. Um, would it be possible? And they're like, no, no, I'm very sorry. So I was like, um, also, what's your pet policy? Because we have a donkey. Um, but what we do is we sort of staple a carrier bag to his backside and it catches everything. No, 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 I'm very sorry. We can't. I was like, oh, okay, that, that is it. Do you have anything like a, I don't know, a, a stable or something like that? And the guy was just like, hang on one minute, hang on, hang on, hang on. And then spoke to someone off off the telephone and then came back and went, um, my my um, my brother uh, has an apartment and uh, he, 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 could, he has a, a sofa bed and uh, you could stay there if, if you're really, really in trouble. I was like, oh, God, you're so nice. <laughs> and I'm doing this horrible, exploitative thing. Oh, God, I felt so bad. He was so charming. <sighs> I feel like the last week of podcasts has basically been a confessional. Anyway, <laughs> um, thanks very much for all of your stuff. And do keep it coming. Not today at Swanburst. Um, should we do one more? No. <laughs> we'll hold it off till tomorrow. Uh, there's going to be plenty. And uh, it will be lovely to see you then. I hope you're okay. I hope you're keeping well. This is one of those funny times, isn't it? I think the, the kind of reality of it is, is kind of kicking in a bit. And, uh, you know, we're all, we're all here for you. Yeah, you're, you're just even just listening to this and lurking quietly. Um, you're, you're, you're part of something. And uh, the nice thing is it's not really affected by lockdown. It's just a thing in your ear holes regardless. So, hello, well done. You're doing great. We can get through this, I'm sure. Uh, and lots of love to you. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 